0: This audio production is brought to you by TheBestDayEver.com, David Wolf's premium longevity member site.
1: So, Dave, goji berry is something that I know is near and dear to your heart. It's basically your tireless efforts of going from town to town, health food store to health food store, talking about goji berries and and getting goji berry really on, on, on the map as you did with raw cacao. Let's talk about just sort of how you got into goji berry, how you spotted it as a really valuable food. And I know there's a lot of videos of you out there, I think it was in Arizona, picking goji berries. You seem to have a very close sort of shamanic relationship with goji berry. So can you talk a little bit about how you got into it and how you recognized it as a superfood?
2: Goji berry and I have had just a long dance together. It's such a magical plant. The fact that it's from China, but it's represented by a young woman, iconically, for example, in the Ningxia province, in one of the towns where goji berry is the prominent crop, they have a statue of the female goddess of the goji berry, but the, but the female goddess of the goji berry isn't actually Chinese. It's really unusual. Right there in China, this energy of this plant is actually as a, as another energy. And I remember looking at those statues years ago on the Internet and just looking at pictures of them, and I would be like, wow, that kind of actually looks like Super Goji Girl, who was my assistant at the time. And anyway, in the very beginning, I got into it um, due to samples I had had for different adventures into herb shops, and eventually it came to a point where it was like, this I think this thing has something going on that's, like, meritable for the Internet, and, and we put it onto the Internet first. We were the first people to put goji berries onto the Internet, and we were also the first people to put organic goji berries onto the Internet because back in the early days, there was no organic certification for goji berries, and and now you can get um, DDAO certifications, you can get green food certifications, you can get organic certifications. So it's changed quite a bit. It's actually, there's a lot more um, that's involved now in, in getting quality goji berries, and I really like um, over all these years what Ron T garden has done with goji berries that, that's an amazing product that he's got out there and and there's also a number of companies that are supplying now that have really good product, although not all goji berries are good, a lot of them are old and they're not of quality standards that you know that I would personally ingest. so I'm kind of a snob when it comes to goji berries. Well, in the early days, I had them tested for protein because I'd heard oh, it's the complete protein source um, via via young's living oil that company had Put out that it was a complete protein source, and so we went into that research. We found out it actually was um, we had sent it to labs, and I actually have sent goji berries to labs on three different occasions, and and it's true they are actually complete protein source, and they contain eighteen amino acids, which is unusual to come from a berry. There's something like twelve to thirteen percent protein. Goji berries are the best natural source of zeaxanthin of any common plant that we could eat, and. That's a, for your eyes. That's a carotenoid, an antioxidant carotenoid that gets into your eyes and improves eyesight. Goji berry has always been considered in Chinese medicine to be the most important food for healthy eyesight. Um, there's an association with longevity surrounding the goji berry, and the research there has indicated that goji berry has two types of essential oils in it. They're called sesquiterpenoids, and the sesquiterpenoids are able to get in, get through the blood-brain barrier and trigger the production of human growth hormone. So goji berry is the only plant ever shown to actually increase human growth hormone. There's no other way to really increase human growth hormone unless you get human growth hormone injections, you use it homeopathically, or um, you actually fast, which has been shown to increase human growth hormone. But goji berry is the plant that does that. So that's an anti-aging aspect of goji berry because as time goes on, our human growth hormone goes down. And the edibility of goji berry really struck me. That was really initially what got me into it. Like, I got into it because, whoa, this is edible, and it has all these other properties, and the polysaccharides, for example, that are in goji berries, the four dominant polysaccharides, are almost identical to the action of the dominant polysaccharides in medicinal mushrooms. And it's like, wow, it's got all of that, but it's totally edible, and it's a berry, and it's e- relatively easy to get somebody to do um The berries, when they're 5 years old or 10 or 15 or 50 or 100 or they're pregnant or whatever, what a, what an interesting idea that is, is that the ranking of this food has something to do with its edibility. With it, I think it's very important. To me, that's, like, ridiculously important. If it's not edible, forget it. But if it's edible, yes. Um I also like the idea in Chinese medicine, it's been, been something that I've learned about goji berries, is that they they're able to take disparate elements and bring them together. So goji berries were always added to foods. They were always added to herbal formulas in order to make the herbs and the food synergize together so that you can digest it better. And this is something that goes all the way from, say, rice dishes all the way to, you know, the common herbal formulas of schizandra, goji berry, licorice, ginseng, and asparagus root. You know, if, if the goji berry is in there, it makes all those other things work together. It comes together, and it's nice, and it tastes good. Wow, that's that's important. Other things that came up for the goji bear with me is that I began to realize that, hey, there's 85 species of goji berries that grow in Asia, and there are 15 species that grow in the Americas, and, and I started becoming a wild goji berry hunter, and I, I've really gotten into that side of it, and I think I've found every single goji berry species that grows in the Americas at this point, um, all the way from... North America into Central America into South America. And there are wild goji berries that grow at an elevation of about 12,000 feet in the surrounding regions of Cusco, Peru, and all the way into the Sacred Valley, and then all the way on down, way past down even beyond Oleante Tambo, for anybody who's ever been in that region. And in fact, amongst those sacred sites like Sacsayhuaman and Oleante Tambo, there are actual goji berries growing right next to those I- extraordinary Atlantean ruins that you see of those fitted blocks that are all stuck together. They all weigh fifty tons, but they're perfectly fitted on all sides like a puzzle. And so that's a that's a shocking discovery that goji berry's been sitting there all along looking and checking out these great sites, and I'm sure the goji berry has observed how those sites were built, and if only we can unlock those secrets. Part of what goji berry unlocks in you is this whole interest in herbalism because it's a gateway herb. When we were kids, we heard about gateway drugs. And to me, by the way, the most gateway drug of all is alcohol. Do you remember that, Lou? Don't take that. That's a gateway drug. Uh, (laughs) It's going to get you into other drugs. Um, Goji berry is a gateway herb. It opens up the entire tonic herbal system. It opens up the Taoist tonic. Herbal idea of what they were onto, which is, oh, you don't need to take, you know, this herb number 384 over here because you have this kind of illness and you need to take it with herb number 473 and herb number 59 and then we mix them together because you have that particular sickness. It's not really about that. That's not herbalism. Herbalism, as the goji berry has taught me, is about the tonic system, which is, hey, get on this stuff prophylactically, which it means preventatively, mix it all together in the right way, like take the goji berry, mix it with the rishi mushroom, put the asparagus root in there, bottom it out with some licorice root, and boom, you're on your way, and, and start playing with the most powerful herbs instead of stuff that's way down the pipeline, the superior herbs, as Ron Garden calls them, the, the herbs that have the tonic properties. They can be eaten like food every day. This was actually intrinsic to the goji berry, this idea of it being a gateway herb, so intrinsic to the goji berry that years after that discovery for me, or years after I discovered that actually the name of the goji berry, the genus in the Latin binomial system that was created by Linnaeus back in the 1700s, it uses that the name that is used for goji berry is Lyceum. And the reason why that name is used is because Back in the day when the Europeans first came to China to uncode the whole Chinese herbal system, which had been very highly regarded amongst Europeans at least as far back as the 1700s, maybe before. But I have read accounts, for example, Davy Crockett's account of of his whole thing on ginseng and his take on on the American ginseng versus the Chinese ginseng and all of that stuff in 1753, that there was still great interest in the Chinese herbal system back then, um, what it ended up accruing into and developing into was an expedition of Europeans going into China to, to categorize the whole system and make sense of it for Westerners so that we could get a handle on it because we kind of take for granted the, the naming of these herbs. I mean, imagine if goji berry had no name and asparagus root had no name and, had, had no name, and um, dong quai had no name and we, we couldn't name these things. With the name, we're able to make sense out of it better. So they went over there to name them, and they they went to the Taoists and they asked them, well, we, we're here to name your system. We're here to identify the system, uncode it so we can understand it and study it. And and they asked them, which one do we start with? And the Daoists said, oh, you start with that one. And which one is that? That's the goji berry. And they said, why? The Europeans said, why do we start with that one? And the Taoist said, because that's the one that teaches you about all the other ones. And when I read that, I was so aghast. I was just shocked because that is exactly my experience of the goji berry. It had just opened up a whole herbal pharmacopoeia that seemed to me to be completely arcane and impenetrable and made it completely obvious and easy. And I think what we do, Lou, is we we take this arcane lore that surrounds all these herbs and we just say, you know, this is too much stuff, get rid of that, and just make it simple. And that, that opens that up for you. So that you can participate in, in the healing power and, and really the, the power of these herbs as allies in your life. Cause to me, goji berry is an ally. You know, it's like, it's not like I commune with the goji berry. It's like part of me. You know, I, I, I know where the goji berries are. They, it talks to me. It's like that. And what a great connection to nature that is when you have a connection to a plant like that.
1: And when I hear you talk about that, I really get goosebumps, Dave, because that was how I got into it, and you know i've I've told the story to people on the best them, where the first the first job I ever had working for you, Rebecca and Len, was editing one of your interviews, and I was doing it late at night, maybe like ten or eleven, and uh, I had ordered a pepperoni pizza with like sausage, and I thought, oh, you know i'm gonna I'm gonna help Len out edit some audio, and I had no interest in health or anything and really overweight and then Shortly thereafter when I saw Len, he just said, Here, 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 try these and he just like stuck some goji berries in my chest. And that was the first time I'd ever done any type of superfood or super herb. And really just getting into goji berry, it was like, Oh, and I'll try this rock cacao and oh, okay, I'll I'll try this herb and oh all right, I'll try to eat a raw salad with with good oil and we'll try these type of seeds and nuts. It like just opened up the whole world of not only just herbalism, but just like health. And and eating better and taking care of myself. So, you know, for anyone listening who's eating a hamburger or a cheeseburger or whatever, you know, just start on goji berry because it, for me it was just like miraculous.
2: It, it it is a miracle. Thank you for that. And I love that story about you, Lou, is that you you're you have been like divinely touched by the goji berry. It has such a radical effect, and that's really what what it's about. It's like, geez, if you can get your hands on something like that, it's like a raisin with a back end on it and a real big back end. It's got a whole bunch of stuff going on on the back end instead of just that one hit of sweet like a raisin has, and then it's gone. And it just takes that same amount of work, you know, no different than a raisin, really, same size, um, same basic texture, but a whole lot different result. And then look where you are now. I mean, you are literally like a master of tonic herbalism. I mean, who would have known that that you would have gone from like the pepperoni pizza with sausage on it all the way to like herbal master because one plant touched you? That's that's like a fairy tale, but yet that is what happened.
1: My first question for you, Truth, is what are some things about goji that the person who's been using them maybe for the last five or six years – might not know or fully appreciate. How can we deepen our understanding of what goji does for us in the short term and in the long term?
0: Well, I mean I think David Wolf has done a lot to expand the goji berry in the raw food community because it is a you know it the Latin name is Lyceum, but um Barbarum. It's a um Gochitsa is the Chinese name, but and it is it shares the position of top premier yin jing tonic with hushu wu in the Chinese system. It's like the top yin jing essence tonic in Chinese herbs along with hushu wu. Um, so, I mean, I know people talk about goji berry as a superfood and they just know it's good. But to hear the background from a Chinese perspective, it really gives you more respect than food. Um, and, you know, goji berry, it's interesting for me because like for years, working with different great Chinese herbalists, dragon herbs, and and hanging out at great stores and probing their minds. Oftentimes, in downtime, I would ask a really good senior herbalist, like because what I was interested, I would ask them out of all the Chinese herbs, which one is the most anti-aging? And they would always say goji berry. And really, it's because there's there's three categories. There's the antioxidant power of goji berry. Mix it anti-aging on a scientific level. It is the highest food known to man in beta-carotene, which is really amazing. Um, the antioxidant property is one of the three reasons. The immune system aspect is another one of the reasons. The, the LVP, the Lyceum barbarum polysaccharides, are off the chart with this herb. And that's why it has all kinds of immune modulating properties, regulating interleukin 1 and 2. Um, and having properties on the kidney and the reproductive function, um, better sleep, increased mood, um, reduction of allergies, liver protective. um, It's the 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 immune system properties and the chain properties of the polysaccharides are amazing. So you've got three categories that make goji the most anti-aging herb really.
2: It's antioxidant,
0: immune system, and hormonal. And those three, you know, the endocrine system, in the, in the immune system and antioxidant levels, everyone knows those are huge aspects in health or in anti-aging theories. And on the hormone level, it's because the goji berry is like one of the top um, yin-jing herbs for the kidneys. And it's a HGH secretagogue; It helps release human growth hormone. And you know, on a Chinese level, the primary function of the goji berry is to tonify the kidney, promote the production of essence. Which means, you know, it's a top fertility herb for men and women. It, well um, for, for uh, male impotence, the top herb they'll use because it produces the sexual essence so powerfully, but it strengthens the kidney and the, and the hormone and the growth hormone system. And the kidney helps regulate the whole endocrine system. So it really is top anti-aging herb. And along with the jing aspect of really good jing herbs like this, they always seem to strengthen the legs, which is another thing like, you know, like boxers would complain. If you're, if you're over sex, it's going to weaken the legs, and um, in men because it, it's tapping the jing so much. So goji berries tonify the kidney, promote the production of essence, strengthen the legs. They nourish the liver, brighten the eyes. They're really great for eyesight because of the beta carotene, top herb for vision in Chinese herbalism, and they moisten the lungs. Goji berries. I don't know if it's the jing aspect or the nutrients or what exactly does it, but there's there is like a shine effect to goji berry because it's you know in the Chinese system they have always said that goji berries will lead to a long, vigorous, and and happy life, and that eating a handful a day of goji's will just put a smile on your face. The longer you do it, you just can't stop smiling. It's um it's it's pretty amazing. Now on a scientific level, the goji berry you know we've got we've got this history with Jin and with blood building effect. It's a yin-jing tonic and a blood tonic. So in a lot of clinic, uh, clinical, clinical t- t- trials and studies in China for bone marrow deficiency problems, um, underproduction of red and white blood cells and platelets or anemia, um, gochaberry has been used with, with great results to, um, to build blood even from the marrow. And that's, that's, that's amazing combining that with the yin-jing effect. And, um, but on a on a scientific level, like a nutrient level, this food is one of the highest nutrients. And I know people probably in the raw food community know that, because I'm sure David talked about this a lot. But it is the highest food on the planet in beta-carotene. It's very high in vitamin B1, B2, vitamin C, beta sterols which are anti-inflammatory agents. It's got 18 different amino acids, 50% of which are free form. And it is a fruit. There is some sugar in it. And it's, um, which, you know, people with candida are on low sugar diets, they have to be careful. They've got a lot of systemic infection. Mm-hmm. You don't want to eat too much of the fruit, or almost none at all. You're better off with just a goji extract. But if you don't really have major systemic candida, goji berry can be helpful, um, because although it's 50% sugar, it's, or, or a little over, it's, um, the glucose to fructose ratio is so much in a good ratio. It's about 50%. Um, glucose, but it's only 7% fructose, and glucose is a much better form of energy for the body than fructose, much less damaging. Um, Dr. Joe McCullough talked a lot about that at a few conferences ago at the Longevity Conference. Um, there's superoxide dismutase in goji berry, which is amazing, that's a very powerful antioxidant. It's high in minerals, high in trace minerals that build blood, that have anti-aging properties like copper and zinc, being really important. Um, Iron, calcium, phosphorus, selenium, major antioxidant. And it's about 124 parts per million organic germanium. This is a serious antioxidant for the immune system. Germanium is also in reishi. Um, These kind of minerals, um, you know, zinc, iron, germanium, selenium, they're really hard to get in our diet. And the more I found trying to supplement with them and the more I researched, they're really hard to get them to metabolize in the cell properly from supplements. But when you find them in, in a biological food state bound to the proteins in that food, the body can use them and, and actually metabolize them in the cell and that's when the magic happens. And that's part of the, the incredible properties of a lot of these Chinese tonic herbs is that there's such nutrient, there's such rare incredible nutrient profiles in these foods along with other Constituents and polysaccharides and triterpenes and and you know they they also come you know you're getting these from really top companies like the goji berries that you can eat from Dragon Herbs are some of the best gojis in the world and these are d dao herbs these are mountain Dow herbs and they come from pristine mountain ranges that you know that that governments have kept preserved away from industry for a long period of time, even the United Nations has contributed to keeping us protected from industrialized world. So we have incredible, pure, rich mineral soil. It's never been over-farmed up in these old mountains in ancient China. And they're growing these types of foods. And we have these kinds of minerals in these foods, like organic geranium and zinc and copper. It is totally bioavailable. And And um, the other real big thing on the, the, on the scientific level with, with, with Goji is the, um is the polysaccharide count content. You know, it's, you know, we know the antioxidant, the immune power, and the gene, the hormonal aspect is what's huge. And part of that hormonal aspect, part of that gene comes from the polysaccharide aspect. And, and a big part of the immune, especially the immune, comes from the polysaccharide aspect. And the polysaccharides, the more we research scientifically, Goji Berry, are becoming so Famous for having their, the healing power that, um, Ron Teagarden came out with the LD40, like that. Uh, normally, gochi has about 5-8% to polysaccharides naturally occurring. But they're getting like, they're concentrating up a 40% polysaccharide dose in Lyceum in the, in the Lyceum 40 extract from dragon herbs. And that's a, that's a serious ching tonic, serious yin-jing tonic, serious immune herb. Um, I take that every day. Those are in capsules. You can open them up or just swallow them. Um, But the polysaccharides in goji berry not just all immune. They do other things. They increase mood. They increase reproductive function. They affect gene. They improve your sleep. They lower cholesterol, blood sugar. There's alkaloids also in goji berry, like betene, that are amazing for protecting the liver. Um, There's cytosterols and triterpenes. They believe when you consume a good dose of goji berry, like 10 grams a day, that start to boost free testosterone. So it's not just HGH, you know, type herb. It's, it's also affecting testosterone. And I think it's just the combination of the nutrients and the immune system modulating properties of the polysaccharides and then the, the hormone kind of, uh, release effect, especially for someone who's never had goji berries before. And they have a few good big handfuls, they eat a couple ounces, they go for ten grams of a really good quality fresh goji berry that's got soft meat that's really potent, large berries, and they eat these and chew them up. They literally have like a, a mood boost and an energy boost and a strength and they just they feel vital and they, they it hit their gin right away. And and it's so neat the way it hits the gin that it boosts the mood and that's why people get happier and they smile more. Um now if you mass dose that much every day. Usually, that you don't notice the effect as much, and that's why better accumulating the Chinese would just eat one ounce a day, one handful a day. And and I found like taking a break from sugar for several years on the body collagen diet and never eating goji berries, maybe taking a little bit of an extract every day, but not consuming a large amount. And then when I decided to go off phase one BED and consume some sugars, one thing I thought I'd start experimenting with is some goji berries. And I got some really good goji berries and I started to eat like half the fat. Like a lot, and boom! Immediate jing boost. Just like you feel so good, and you have so much energy. It's a, I, I can't describe it. It's like a, a youth hormone flush. It's like like you know, like a teenager. It's just, it's pretty amazing, and you still get that boost on and off throughout the week, and several other days when you eat large doses. But then after several weeks of trying to eat a large amount, the boost goes down, and the Chinese believe on the tonic effect, like doing the, the proper amount of goji berry that you would consume that would get the maximum release, but yet not weaken the body's resistance to it, so you lose tolerance, so that it can have a cumulative effect, thereby tonifying the body. And that means like, if I do this for every day for three months straight to build Jing, what is the ideal amount? And they believe one ounce of goji berries. That's what Ron says on his bags. So it's, I mean, it is the, the top anti-aging herb, and it um, it really promotes the essence. It's probably one of the most revered to promote the essence and the yin dao in the body, and that leads to a long, vigorous, happy life, and it extends life and, and health and vitality and joy. It's, it's, a, it's a great herb, and, but scientifically, the food, I also working at Dragon Earth for years, a lot of herbalists, um, I see... uh, uh a friend or a raw foodist or someone come in and they're on a fast or they've been on a cleanse and they're real light and they're kind of weak because they've been going, you know, 10 days on a mile, on a juice fast or several days on a water fast. And, um, they would ask an herbalist like, well, I don't know what I should have. What should I have? The first herb they go to is, is, is goji berry. It'd be goji and shizandra together, like shizandra lysium. Like Give them a good dose of that because it's just so nutritious both those herbs together actually are both so nutritious that the nutrient level in the goji berry is high. And um, for those that are the most into anti-aging and max longevity, goji berry is top. Antioxidant power, immune power, hormone power, jing, it's top.
1: And it's the one thing that, you know, my my father will eat, you know, if you've had a friend or a relative, it just seems like the goji berry, It you really can't go wrong with it. If you give them a good quality goji berry, it's hard for someone to say, Oh, I really don't like it. There's nothing not to like
2: about it, even if you really do like to eat, you know, normal American food. Exactly. It's got something for everybody and it can be taken in different forms. I really like doing it as a tea. I love doing goji berries as a tea. It's one of my favorite things ever for tea making, because you take the goji berry and you drop it in on any herb with a harsh edge on it. For example, some of the mushrooms, when they're really pungent and odorous, it's kind of a harsh mushroomy edge on the tea, and you can't really serve that to friends and stuff because it's just too much. But you, boom, you throw a goji berry in there, it takes that thing and rounds it out and just covers it over. So in the tea, it's, it's like the key ingredient. And I'd also throw vanilla in there, too. I mean, to me, if you want to make any tea dance, you just throw vanilla, real vanilla, like the whole vanilla beans that you use split open and goji berries into the tea, and, and it'll, it'll save any tea or it'll make any tea. Then you can also use it just in your water, you just your drinking water. You just throw the goji berries in there. They rehydrate up. The zeaxanthin carotenoids come out, so the water turns orange, and you, and you walk around. If you have a clear glass bottle, it becomes a party trick. Everybody says, what is that? What's in there? What are you drinking? And then everybody's talking to you. But it's really nice because you get that hydrating effect of goji berry, which isn't really talked about that much. Goji berry is a desert plant, and in the desert where you're out there for survival and it's 115 degrees out, and I've been out in the desert when it's 115 degrees out searching for goji berries, you need something that has that super high hydrogen kick, that hydration kick, and goji berry has that. It also has something else that's interesting, and that is is it's very high in betaine. It's one of the highest betaine-containing plants in the world, second only to beets which detoxifies your liver and breaks down bad estrogen forms. So while you're getting hydrated with your drink, with your goji berry, you might want to say, oh, wait a second, this is hydrating me. It's got liver cleansing. Let me add something else. Let me put some lemon in there. And now you're starting to get the basis of like a goji berry lemonade, which is popular in many raw food restaurants around the country and around the world. I've had goji berry lemonades even in Europe. And this is something that's like, You know, in the appropriate use of goji berry in the summer. And in the winter, it would be more of goji berry tea. And then you could also take the whole thing, throw it into a blender, blend the whole thing up, and it blends. All of it blends up because goji berry has a gelatinizing quality quality to it. That's the polysaccharide. That's the part that's like jello. It's gelatinous. If you blend goji berry with water and then put it in the refrigerator, it can gel up, like solidify. And then you have to kind of like poke through it. I've seen that before with sometimes with berries, where if you, you blend a bunch of berries up with a little bit of water and then you pour them into a Tupperware jar or something, you put them in the fridge and they get cold, it'll gel up like a Jello. That compound, that aspect of it, the polysaccharide compound, that's where you get the healing effect of goji berry, where it actually is like a demulcent. So it helps to actually heal your gut like aloe vera. It's an aloe vera type of gel compound that's there and that's always been a big part of goji berry is that it's actually very good for the gut um goji berry leaf is almost miraculous in what it does for a a stomach ache if you ate the wrong thing you ate too much food if you're out in the desert with me i'll get you eating goji berry leaf and i've seen a goji berry i've seen goji berry leaf about 10 of them right off the plant somebody eats that it was a sore stomach boom gone that's enough to do it And that's not actually that much material because goji berry leaves are relatively small they're about the size of two fingernails put together and if you had 10 of those that's not that much material but it works it's an extremely valuable um, demulsant it also just helps to break down it's like a carminative it helps to break down gas in your system and just calms uh, an overactive digestive tract
0: and it's a great herb to eat and if, if you can eat the fruit because uh, it's joyful to eat it's fun it tastes so good and you feel it immediately and um, but at the same time if, you could, if you're into taking herbs and capsules Take the Lyceum 40 as well. Get the extra dose of those polysaccharides. And um, or if you cook teas, you can, you can cook Shizandra and Lyceum together. They're both great short cook herbs. Or if you buy pouches, like the Healer's Tea from Dragon Herbs, has been, is a famous Yinjing herb, uh, formula that promotes body fluid. But it, it's uh, mostly dendrobium, which is another good Yinjing herb that's cooling and promotes body fluid. But the, the next three herbs are fantastic. schizandra, Lyceum, and a little bit of licorice. And that's called honeymooners tea in China because the, they give it to newlyweds because it promotes section fluids so quickly between the dendrobium, and the schizandra, and the lyceum. And um, when the Santa Ana's come in LA and we get these winds and everyone gets dry, we just give them healer's tea pouches because of the because of the you know the the fluids from the schizandra and the and the, and the moistening effect of the of the dendrobium and um, and the um, the, the moistening of the lungs with the with the Shisandra and the licorice helps tonify the lungs too. Um, it's a great formula. And the Taoists they would keep Healer's Tea that formula on boil all the time because it was also preused for healers hence the name. So like if they're they're doing qigong work on people or body work and they feel like they've tapped into their own yin jing and depleted some of their qi, as soon as they notice that they've tapped some of their qi, they would drink Healer's Tea because of those herbs. which are so fast to restore the yin-jing, especially the androgen was famous to restore yin to the body faster than any other yin-jing herb. Um, and they never wanted to lose yin-jing because if, if they were interested in that longevity. But yeah, goji berry is amazing. It's amazing. And the best berries that you can get to eat um, is really going to let you know. And dragon herbs has these, they're sealed now in these pouches, not in the bags anymore. It keeps them completely airtight so that they're fresh, like when you when you when you when you when you first buy top-quality berries, and uh, quality is, is everything with an herb at this level.
1: That's why we carry Ron Teagarden and Koji Berries on the longevity warehouse. It's it's the best of the best in that company, that's for sure, and the quality is amazing, and the information that you're putting forth about these products is amazing truth, and we really appreciate your um, all the time and energy that you spent studying under Ron Teagarden, and then more importantly, I think what comes through when we do these interviews is you you walk the talk, you've actually not only just experimented with these herbs, you've actually delved in deep with using these herbs. So it's a very deep reservoir of practical experience that you're bringing along with the research that you're doing. And I think that's what sort of separates you from other people is that you've really delved in deep in doing these herbs nonstop and over a long period of time. And so you've, you've built quite a, a rapport with them and are able to transmit that experience as well as the research information and the other information uh, about those herbs as well. So we really, really want to thank you for that. It's amazing. And every time I do these interviews, the first thing I do is I like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I know I'm supposed to be doing this. Why well, wasn't I doing this? And I'll just get on the program again. So I, I appreciate that, that encouragement.
0: You're welcome. I'm grateful to share it. I mean, herbs like goji berry and shizandra, I mean, they're so fundamentally deep when you understand them. It's a tribute to life. It's a gift to life. To to share it, to turn other people on who really want to maximize their life potential and and make the most of it, it's 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 an honor. Okay,
1: fantastic. Any final words on goji berry?
2: Well, I always get asked, Lou, every day almost in my life, where do I get goji berry seeds? Because you can (laughs) grow it, it grows everywhere. I mean, I've been growing goji berries in Canada, I've been growing goji berries in Hawaii. Uh, easy to grow goji berries in Southern California. That's what it likes. It's a desert type of a plant, like Southern California type of environment. Every goji berry contains the seeds for its own reproduction. So you can actually just split the goji berry open and plant them. It likes a real loamy soil on the top level, but more sandy soil on the lower levels, and it has to be well-drained soil. When the plants are young, probably start them inside or out of direct light, and then move them more into direct light as they mature. If you're in an area where deer can get at them, the deer will eat them, so you have to be a little bit careful. Um, I've had to learn to grow, grow them close to the house so that the deer don't come too close and, and eat them all up. Um, if you're if you're going to grow them in a greenhouse environment, it's magic because in that kind of environment, they're not really a bush or a shrub; they're like a vine, and they'll vine up on everything. So they have this this kind of dual nature where they're Shrub in nature most of the time, not always, but under a more more tropical type of situation with a, a little bit of shade, kind of more like what a greenhouse would offer. Then, then they become a vine and they start vining, vining up and around. And you can also clone them, um, which means you can you can actually cut a branch off, plant that, or put a little bit of rooting hormone on it, and it will actually produce roots. And then you could clone it, so then you could have the same um, plant multiplied, say. Five, six, seven, ten times. So you don't have to grow it from seed again if you're, if you're getting good production off of one of your plants. You can just cut a big branch off, clone it, and then you can get some production going. And, and that's a good trick if you've had a great goji berry bush going for a few years, you're starting to get fruits, but then you're going, oh my god, I have to grow, you know, I have to go back to starting over and to get more bushes. Nope, you can clone it if you want to.
1: I mean, I know at the Longevity Warehouse, we're carrying some amazing goji products, not just the straight goji berries, like we're carrying raw tea gardens amazing mountain goji berries, which are just extraordinary high-quality uh, goji berries, but we're also carrying a lot of the different formulas. We had talked about the Three Sisters formula previously, and also some cool snacks like the, earthing, um, the Earthling Goji Bar, superfood snacks with goji in it. We've got a lot of cool goji products. You can check them out at longevitywarehouse.com. And it was really interesting how you brought up you know, growing your own goji and, and at least finding good quality goji because... Now I can go down to my local cops store, which is like, I don't know what, what you have out where you are, like Star Market, kind of like your, your big chain, bottom of the rung, grocery store. And I can walk in there and I can actually buy little plastic containers of goji berry. But when I look at the ingredients, it'll say, it'll say goji berry, sugar, natural flavoring. But they're just like bulk goji berry. So what they're doing is they're coating them with some kind of sweetener, like a sugar. And then they're adding some, I don't know, what kind of chemical, natural flavoring to them. So they're like kind of like, they're sticky, but not like the good sticky. They're kind of like been sprayed with something. It's, so they're really, they're catching on, but there's a lot of substandard goji berries out there that you want to be careful of.
2: Yeah, you want to look for goji berries that have a brilliant red color. You want to look for goji berries that um, are not too dry, where they're almost crispy, where they, they kind of hurt your teeth almost, that, that's excessively dry. Um, you want you, you get what your money's worth for sure. You go to a Chinese herbal shop and you see goji berries there, and it's like four dollars. I don't know if that's the best thing to buy because they they're sprayed with sulfur dioxide, they're old, sometimes they're sprayed with red coloring in order to make them look better. So the goji berry market really has taught me a lot. It's taught me to trust and, and focus on the people that I know that source the great goji berries coming out of China and, and that's like Ron Tea garden. You know, I love his products. I love going right to to that DDAO certified goji berry that's really got the magic in it.
1: This program was brought to you by TheBestDayEver.com. Thanks for listening.